people. Let's take a ride. Take a ride with me. We're in the car and we're going to take this opportunity to reflect. Talking about an, a personal experience in which I, you know, I really am not certain, but I believe it has a lot to do with why now a days it's very difficult for me to trust friends or females female friends you know you ever feel like that in your life you ever look back on your life and say man I wonder why I'm like that I want you know back in the days I used to be sociable you know I didn't mind you know meeting new people and allowing new individuals to come into my life as friends and stuff I go out I might meet somebody, little girlfriend or something. We go out and kick it and, you know, I didn't mind, you know, trying to network with, with people and, and gather as many friends as possible and, you know, didn't mind. But maybe you may look at yourself now, at least this is how it is for me, maybe because I'm older anyhow. But back in the days when I was younger, I had several friends and several female friends at that, you know, but then just throughout the course of, um, dealings with certain individuals and you know just the drama and the foolishness that comes along with being friends with some females um just over time i just cut folks off and i'm not in any real hurry to gather a whole bunch of new female friends the female friends that i do have them the only ones i want and i don't want no more you know what i mean at this age so, and the female friends that I have now are the same ones I've been, I've been had, like from back in the days, from when I worked, um, you know, for the state or something like that. Those are the friends, or I got a couple girlfriends. Um, I got one, like one real good girlfriend I used to live next door to. I keep only my good, good girlfriends, honey. My good, good girlfriends. Them the only ones, Period that I know I could tell something to and ain't gonna run to tell and run tell that or stab me in the back or steal something out of my damn purse or sleep with my man and no bull like that and I'll, it's only a handful of them honey and them the only ones I want but um, there was this girl and it's crazy because it really does still bother me to this day because I can't fathom why she thought that that was okay to do uh, to me. And this is why I say too, when I'm speaking on the podcast and I say, people are fake. People will deliberately plot to destroy you. And they and they will. They will plan it. They will strategize. <clears throat> mm -hmm. They will for whatever reason. I, and I, can't, I can never understand that. But this girl, so I work this job and... I was a permanent employee. I didn't make no damn money. I was a telephone operator, which was basically a receptionist. And I made about $10.37 an hour back then. But honey, I thought that was the knot. You hear me? I thought it was the knot because basically 
um, this individual is on their telephone, not paying attention, and, and um, it's all up in the way. But you better not say nothing to nobody here in Columbus, Ohio, honey. You can't blow your horn. You can't be like, get over, like, skip, like, be. Your bullet in your fucking head, honey. Don't even do it. Don't do it. But. <clears throat> So I worked a little job, ten dollars thirty-seven cent an hour, and go ahead, honey. It was just me and my daughter at the time. Well, this little girl, she came, she came and worked there, and she, but she was working there as a temp, a temporary employee, a nice-looking young lady. She was a nice-looking young lady. She carried herself very well, or I wouldn't have been, um, you know, socializing with her at, at, at all. She was funny. We kind of hit it off. You know, she had a daughter. I had a daughter. That type of deal. And, oh, you know what? Let me go down. I know where I want to go. I need to go to Kroger first. So I get in there and get out. But, yeah, she she had the daughter, and this woman need to watch her child. <clears throat> and I said, well, we got some things in common, you know. And we became cool. She, you know, kind of hit me a little bit to the going out type of life and stuff. Like, come on, girl, let's go, you know. And we had a double date, you know, before. And it was just a good time, you know. And I really thought she was a really good, a good friend. We stayed talking on the telephone, go out, kick it, that kind of stuff. You know, the girls, the two little daughters would be playing and everything. Honey, it was all a game. It was all a trick. All a game and all a trick, Okay what she was doing was trying to reel me in you know go out a few times we have a good time and laugh and i tell her a little bit my business she tell me a little bit about her business that type of stuff just try to build that relationship um but she had a ulterior motive she wanted to harm me that's what she wanted to do you know it was to the point where this relationship you know i had called the daycare one time because we were gonna go shopping well, I was going to go shopping because I had been paying into this um, thing down at the state where I worked. And this guy, he started up this thing called the birthday club. You pay $20 every um, time you got paid, every pay period, into this thing called the birthday club. Well, the following year, you could pick your birthday. He kind of told you it's around the time frame that you was able to pick a birthday. It, had, it wasn't your real birthday. It was your little payout of the birthday club money kind of like a little tiny savings you know what I mean and so you would say by the time you were able to claim your money you had saved $500 okay and but you would be you would bring home 480 because you were putting your 20 back into the little pot for your next go round. you know just a little savings thing he started and it was it was legitimate it was all that you really got your money all that type of stuff well finally my little birthday it, it came around and I had I had planned on it, planned for it, and I had received my paycheck that day also. So the guy who initiated this little thing, he worked on the same floor. My mother worked down there too, so they worked on the same uh, floor. He was her supervisor, and he told her, he said, "Hey, this is her little money, whatever." So she told me, she said, "He just gave me your money." I said, "Well, just take it on home with you, cause I'm going. Uh, me and this girl, we're gonna head on." to TJ Maxx because I knew how I had budgeted out my money I would have $200 additional that I was able to finally spend something on my daughter to get her a few things that she that she needed I never had any extra money I never did like I mean everything went to bills or whatever I had to do I never had 
anything extra, but I wasn't struggling. I wasn't, I was maintaining, but I was just maintaining. I didn't have anything additional, certainly not to buy my daughter anything brand new. So I planned for this. That's why I saved the money because I wanted to get her something brand new. Otherwise, I was in the thrift stores or once upon a child, stuff like that. It ain't nothing wrong with that. I, do, I still do that type of stuff to this day. You know, but I wanted to be able to get her something in this time, and I planned for it, and I deserved it, you know, and she deserved it. It made me feel very good to be able to do it. Well, anywho, we have been paid, and I had about $600 out of that paycheck, but I kept that on me, and my mother took home the 480 Well, I only had $200 out of all of that combined that I was able to spend on my daughter. I had a car note at the time. It was almost $300. I had car insurance. I had stuff I had to pay. So, but that's neither here nor there. I had that little chump change that I was able to um, spend. So I told the girl, she just wanted to know what I was going to be doing or whatever. I had been told her about the little birthday club too. So she knew I had some fucking money coming. Stop telling people your business. Also, they're acting like they're, they're not listening where it went in one ear and out the other, or they're listening very closely. They're paying very close attention because they're trying to figure out how they're going to conjure up something, some type of story or something to get part of, if it's something positive occurring in your life, how they can be a part of it. How they're going to be able to be a part of it. How are they going to be able to gain from your blessing? Okay, these are what the mean evil people do. And trust me, there's more mean evil than there are holier than thou trying to walk in the likeness of the Lord. Okay, you best you better get that through your, the head. Took me a long damn time. So, oh girl, she done peeped it out. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember when I told her about the birthday little shit, but she recalls, she remembered, um, cause she wanted to go. She wanted to go with me to TJ Maxx. But I told her, yeah, I'm just gonna go up here to TJ Maxx and me and my daughter get her a few things. You know, finally, I don't remember if it was summertime getting ready right hit. Or if it was a winter or whatever it was or something. Girl, I want to go. We could go. Uh, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm down. I'm like, okay, girl, yeah. I ain't know that she didn't have no money or nothing like that. I wasn't co too concerned about that because I, I was going to loan. I would have loaned her some money. I actually even offered to loan her a little bit of money till she did get some money and everything. And um, she, she didn't want that. I said, you know, you can even um, just get what you need for your daughter. Put the 10% down on the... Uh, Layaway, you know what I mean? Just so she didn't have to feel like she couldn't do some shopping because I can loan her the money. I didn't have the money to give because I didn't have an extra but my 200. But anyway, I said, so anyway, um, I had to work a little bit over that day. I can't recall everything that I was doing. My daughter was at the daycare center. This is how cool me and this girl was. It was like the daycare knew her as my daughter's aunt. You know what I'm saying? I said, well, go on over there. You pick her up. And they, the daycare said, okay, the, um, just have her bring the ID or whatever. I said, yeah, that's her aunt. They let her come pick her up, blah, blah. She goes and walks up to where I parked my car. Gets my car. She driving my car and everything. That's how cool we was. She go pick my daughter up. Come back, pick me up in the front of the um, building. And we head on up to her side of town because we need to go up there on the north side and pick her daughter up. She had a daycare uh, at her mother's house or something I can't recall. And um, get her daughter. And the girl, she's still driving my car. 
you know, I'm just chilling. We got the girls in the back. We go. So we can right go over to the gas station. I said, girl, I got to grab some gas. And she makes some weird comment. You don't reflect back on the shit until, until after stuff happens. She made a comment. She said, you know, um, don't take your purse in there, girl, in the gas station, right? I'm like, what? Why? What's up? What's going on out here? You know, this was back in the 90s. This was like, I had my daughter. She was, so this was like 1997, 1998, something like that. Because my daughter was maybe four. four. Let's see. This is, so for 1996 or 97, something like that. She like, uh, yeah, girl, because they be robbing. They be snatching purses and robbing and stuff up here. I'm like, oh, Lord. You know? So I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay. Leave my stuff in there. And honestly, I don't believe I was going to take my whole purse in anyways. Uh, probably just would have took the wallet. I don't know. She just was very, she just said that, which made me focus in on it and, and decide I wasn't going to take the purse in. So I go, I grab me some money out to put the gas in the car. I had additional money left after I put gas in the car, obviously, because I was able to get her daughter and my daughter these little packs of Starburst. So I come back out, I pump the gas, whatever. We get ready to be off to, up to TJ Maxx. Again, I asked her, hey, you want to borrow anything on here, girl? I hate for you just being here. You can't get nothing. You know what I mean? Your baby probably going to be asking for something. She didn't seem to be so concerned with it. So I'm like, okay. I get what I needed for my daughter. I spent that whole 200 in there, honey. I mean, it was about, it came to something like 197 something like that. So if I had six $100 bills in my purse and I spent 197 let's just say I spent $200. Two $100 bills. I should still have four $100 bills in my shit. Um, yeah, so her little girl keeps saying she wants some fried fries. My mom wants some fried fries. I want the fried fries and all this stuff. And we get ready to TJ Maxx. I said, girl, let's go across the street here to, um... McDonald's get your baby some fries. She wants some fries. She's hungry. No, girl, that's okay. It's like she became she began to get very anxious and rushing to get back and do whatever. When she had she told me earlier she had shit she had planned to do. I but I didn't know what was going on. I didn't pay no attention. So I get back to my side of town and uh I lived on the east side. It's McDonald's right there near where I where I live. And I said, um, ask my daughter, you want a bite to eat? You want some McDonald's? Of course she wants McDonald's. Now my daughter, when we, I'm digging in my purse and shit and I get in my wallet. It's only two $100 bills in there. I'm looking all around like, what the hell going on? I'm trying to figure out, wow, how could that happen? I ain't been nowhere, but to, to TJ Maxx, I only spent 197 you know? I'm digging my wallet. Here go my daughter four years old she's smart as hell but i don't know why she was smart way back then why she waited till the girl got out my car to tell me that that girl had been in my purse she said mom mom that lady that lady she went in your purse i'm like oh lord i said dang why didn't you tell mom you know what i'm saying you know and shoot so I said, shit, that's cold-blooded. She done went in my purse and stole. But how can I prove that? You know what I mean? I knew, I knew it within my heart. My daughter seemed to do all this kind of stuff. Whatever. That she wasn't lying. She wasn't lying. I ain't being around nobody but that girl. So I go home and I call her. You know, I'm kind of trying to play it off. Like, girl, I can't find this money. I'm missing $200. And she's a liar. People, they play games, honey. Somebody will skin and grin in your face that you thought that you could trust. That you thought that you loved. You thought they loved you. You thought they cared about you and your well-being. You thought you thought wrong. And she said, uh-uh, girl, what? 
what what you think happened like playing a whole skit a whole role so many individuals out here are actresses and actors and they, they don't ever need to go to an acting school ever but that's in their character that's how they live out their lives every single day I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe how she was like you know award-winning skit you know what I mean and I'm like this heifer really for real and yeah and I just played it off. I said, all right, whatever. And the more and more I got to thinking about it, I ended up having to call her back. Like, girl, you're going to need to um, um, give me my money back because I know you got it. And, um, you know, I asked you, did you want to borrow? But you don't went in my purse. Now I'm going to give you the opportunity to give me back my money. She wouldn't call me back nothing. And back then, I can't remember what it was with the telephone. But, honey, you could push something like star, not star six, seven, but star six something, not star six, nine. That was the call back, I think. It would start something. You could block people from calling you. That's what she did. So I really knew she was in the wrong name. Why would you do that? You ain't do nothing. Yeah. So one of my girlfriends had came over at that time. It's still one of my girlfriends to this day. She just uh, sent me a, a Facebook private message just a minute ago. Talking about, hey, hey girl. Chica. Say, hey, boo. That's my baby. That's, my, that's a real friend. I'm talking about her as one of my friends. Um, yeah, she came over. She was ready to get about it. She like, what, girl? You know she that bitch that stole your money. We gotta go up there. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta stab her tires. <laughs> we about to go beat her ass. You know what I mean? I'm like, girl, no. I wasn't it. I didn't have any real education or nothing like that yet, or anything on the line or nothing. I mean, I could have did all that. I didn't have nothing line as far as that was concerned. But that's not a good example. Um, as far as my daughter was concerned, I wasn't trying to get really get into that. That was the old me. I changed. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But I did end up calling her back. And I said, listen, have my money on Monday. You know, because she was a temp. So I figured uh, when she reported to work, she had to report to work. I was going to see her. So I'm, like, I'm saying, like, you better have my money. But as you know, she never did show up. She never did come. So, yeah. And for years and years and years, you know, I thought, man. I'm probably going to run into her one day and I'm probably not going to be able to keep my level of calmness. I'm going to hurt that girl. Seriously. That really hurt my heart. It hurt my feelings because I thought, why would you do that? You really did that deliberately. You reeled me in to believe that I could trust you. And you know, you had a young daughter. I had a young daughter. I'm over here struggling. I thought you were struggling, but she really wasn't even struggling, honey. Let me tell you, when I first met her and I was going over her crib, I was looking at her shit like, how the fuck can you afford all this shit? She had leather seats leather sectionals and shit and the back then you had the big old the tv that had was that big old box big screen like looking tv shit if you had one of them you had it going on if you had one of them in your life and you had one of them cell phone shits in the bag that you could just plug in um to your lighter outlet thing honey you had it going on you had a little bit of dope people thought you was balling that was balling back in the day this girl, she had the leather couch. She, it was her decor of her home was very nice, um, and she was a temporary employee. She wasn't even working anywhere permanent. I'm like, what is she doing? How is she able to do this? I really didn't know. And I, and I think she got like maybe some supplement uh, or assistance from welfare or something at the time. You know, because I was on a low income housing at the time. I had, I didn't have, I never had Section Eight. It was like the apartments themselves were on an income thing. And your apartment was always going to be 
affordable because based on whatever your income was, they would make adjustments and, and whatnot. And yeah, if you did lose a, a role somewhere and you cut, you dropped down to zero income, then you have zero rent. I mean, it was just like that. I lived in one of them and I thought that's where she, she lived in. It, the shit looked like it, but she had that thing laid on the inside, honey. Her daughter's room was so beautiful. She, it was so upgrade. I thought, what is she doing? Like, how is she able to do that? Temp being a temporary. I'm over here permanent. Honey, I can't afford that. I'm, I'm, I'm going up to Kmart. <laughs> and with the blue light special, child. I was like, whoa. I mean, my daughter ain't never, her shit wasn't raggedy. I kept her stuff nice. And, but it wasn't like that. Okay. Kind of find out later on. This is why, how you don't really pay attention to things that's going on or really see how, how devious people can be because you have blinders on. But there's red flags. And I got to get right going to this daggone store. So let me wrap this up. So one time she told me, she we went to go pick up this rental car. And there was a dude that met her there, okay? And her and him was over there, he, 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 ha, ha, and chopping it up, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. She rented the car, the vehicle for him. So when we get back in the car, I thought he was a very nice looking man. You know, she was dating. She was trying to get me going on double dates and stuff. And I was thinking like, okay, y'all seem like y'all, y'all clicking. Why can't you, you don't want to talk to him or whatever. So I'm just being nosy. And I'm like, girl, what's up with him? He cute, you know? Well, how you don't want to kick him? Why you don't want to kick him with him, girl? He, he, he. You know, y'all got a good relationship. She's like, girl, I did. I used to kick it with him, and he used to beat my ass. He used to fuck me up. He used to kick my ass. Yeah, like, black my eyes and do all this shit and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, damn, why are you socializing with him? You know, and she said, well, um, they were better as friends. You know, sometimes that happens, but I, I never had nobody beat my ass like that and do all that shit to me. I, I don't believe that... Um, he would be friendship quality. I don't give a fuck. Uh-uh. So, no. Uh-uh. He'd be a candidate for the bullet in the head and me being on snapped. Yes. But not a friend. I don't give a damn. Friends don't hurt friends. Like I mean, no. You don't. You don't do that. So, I'm not going to get off into that. Anyway, she was buddy back up with this dude. And, I'm, and she told me the story. She said what she does... She rented him the little car or whatever. Well, she said what she do for him is... I didn't even know the terminologies and stuff back then, honey. She said he be doing licks, right? I'm like, uh-uh, what's that, girl? You know, I didn't know what the hell that meant. That term been around for a while. These little young knuckleheads out here now been using the shit. And um, people think it's something new. It's not. They've been around. I've been heard that. Because I had to ask her, like, what's that? She said, oh, that's where he be... Um, she said what she does. She was like the finder person. She would be going in motherfuckers' houses or doing whatever. And I thought she talking about like other dudes. Or I didn't know what she meant. I didn't understand what that whole shit was until I really reflected back on it. I'm like, this bitch is a criminal. She, what she would do, buddy up with people, dudes, females, whatever, I guess. And then if they got something, they got something in their home and things like that. That's why I tell you, you better watch people. Don't let people in your home. Nah, not even these females. Don't do it. You thinking they nice and sweet. Don't even have nothing on these little grandmas and shit. Yeah, you thinking they nice and sweet. They're not. Some of them ain't. She uh, would go back and tell him and his boys, you know, what somebody had up in their crib if it was really nice stuff. And they would go and break into them people's places and get shit. That's a lick. And she was the finder. She was the one. And she would get a cut of money from it. And she's like, yeah, I'll just be telling him about, you know, like places he could go and do like the little licks and stuff. And then they give me some money. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I didn't get all in the shit. I'm just like, 
what the fuck? But I'm thinking back then even too, like, that's how this heifer is getting this shit and, and having her home look like this, I guess. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, I should have cut her off. I should have never been her friend. She was a wrongdoer. Um, but back then, I wasn't the perfect person either. I haven't always been the greatest. I haven't always been, you know, on the right path. So I wasn't thinking clearly. I'm on the right path now. I'm exposing these wrongdoers. I don't play that. I don't like it. So she, um, yeah, that's what her ass was doing on the side, you know, getting people robbed and stuff. I said, she probably came up into my little, my little, uh, low income. She was like, Dude, she ain't got shit. Rent a center shit, thrift store trinkets. I didn't have nothing. I didn't need nothing. I had the very basics. That's all I needed, honey. That's all I needed. And I was fine with that. I'm glad I didn't have nothing. Looking back on my life and how, you know. Ain't no telling if I would have had something up, up in there worth something. She would have had him come and do, do something. I'm sure she would have. And he was a mean man, too. She used to beat her ass, she said. Mm, she was a cute little girl. She was a nice looking girl. That's why I say, too. Y'all better watch. These men better be careful of these ones that they think is so cute. Mm-hmm. They plotting. They plotting. They strategizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and chess gaming on your ass. <laughs> yeah yeah stop worrying about the wrong thing but um she did that to me it really hurt my feelings very very badly it really did and then my daughter was actually friends with her daughter you know it's just a real bad situation and i didn't appreciate it and it has a lot to do with i believe the reason why i don't particularly care to have um relationships with women so much not that i have not started new relationships. I got a new little friend actually who um from this little job I'm working now. Okay? I could tell on her personality and her character, all that type of stuff. Me and her, we cool. I I can pick up on that. And if I lived out there where she lives, she lived out there um in Chicago. That would be my good girlfriend. I can already tell based on I, I could just tell. I can I have that that I can discern certain types of personalities, especially nowadays that I'm older and I've been through some things and stuff like that. I know who I would want to be friends with, kick it with, who I feel like I could trust to tell a little secret to. It ain't going to go no further. I could leave my purse right there with a fucking million dollar uh, lotto ticket in and that bitch ain't going to touch my stuff. You know? This heifer went in my purse and took that 200 out knowing I was struggling with my baby. Uh-huh. But you know what? I often think within my heart and mind and soul, I know that she's had a very difficult time in her life. She really has. And she's accounting for her wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. Because you don't do things like that and you and have the expectation that positivity is gonna roll back around uh, on you. It's just it's not gonna it's not going to it's not going to. You're gonna have to pay for that. Um, yeah, but I never did run into her ever again after that, honestly. I don't know if I would recognize her face today if I was to see her. Um, but yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, so when I talk on here about uh, watching people and people would be in disguise and snakes in the grass and you know th th There are individuals that deliberately set out to harm you and hurt you and and they're pl they're playing as if they want great things to occur in your life They want you to be prosperous. They want you to be blessed and it it's not real. It's not true Very few Genuinely want that very few you know, and I thank God that I'm the type of person I really want that for people. Like, and it really bothers me. I sit back and I, I look at folks and I can tell. 
And I'll be watching, listening to people in their conversations and how fake they are. Like, even on the jobs, at work and stuff like that. And how fake. Betty was just out of work, called and had called in sick. Um, you know, called in sick, didn't come, you know. Everybody managing all talking shit about, damn, she done fucking called off again. Betty's ass. You know, knowing we, we needed to help. Look, you're going to have to go ahead and um, you're going to have to um, man the phones over there, you know, because Betty's ass done called off again. So um, you got to do that. And um, need you to get them um, the mailing coalitions um, together um, also and print out those certificates for uh, for Joan. Like, uh-huh. But then when Betty report back, hi, are you feeling better? How you doing, Betty? Oh, welcome back. Yeah. Lying. I don't fuck with no I no fakes. I don't. I don't. I just keep it real. Period. Yes. I cuss and, and stuff like that. I'm very matter of fact. Some people don't know how to take me. Some people don't. I'll give you the shirt off my back. I'll give you everything. I swear. If I got it, I will share it with you. I don't care. My very last, I'll do that. I'll give you everything. I would do that. And sometimes I pray and I ask the Lord, you know, take some of that away from me. Like, you know, I, that's getting on my nerves. I have to be this way because it hurts my feelings when people uh, come around and come into my life and deliberately try to hurt me. And all it has done really is just made me, a, um, you know, a more hardened individual. I do have guards up. I do. I'm very um, observant. Uh, and it's very difficult to get certain things over on me. Now, nowadays it is. Um, and I prefer to be pretty much alone. I don't like a whole lot of friends and things like that. I don't, I, I don't even want to set up the opportunity for somebody to, to get the chance to, uh, reel me in again, just to steamroll my ass again. So, and females will do that to you. I got a few male friends, you know, but not really. <laughs> my main male friend, you know, um, some bouncers beat him to death. So he's dead. That's my main, that was my best friend. Entire world. That was my good, good fucking girlfriend. That was my girlfriend. That was my, that was my, my dude and my girl. That was my man. Boy, I miss him so much. I miss him so much. You know. But, uh, yeah. It's females like that one. That has really, you know. That's just part of what I'm going to be talking about on these podcasts. Different experiences um, that I've had with people that just kind of... And people will do that. When you try to give and you try your very best and you let people in your circle when you know that you shouldn't. Or when you go ahead and make the decision that you're going to let that guard down and then somebody still... Still... Hurts you. And then you feel like a fool. Like, I knew I shouldn't have. You know what I mean? But it's all good. So don't think that I'm a negative individual. I'm really not. I I really try to be positive and so on and so forth. But I just want to let you guys know, you know, you got to be careful out here. People, especially now, people are really, really seeking to um, hurt and destroy. It's so sad. I just recognize that with a lot of different instances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In relationships and just um, friendships, uh, too. It's awful. All right, I have to go into Kroger. So this particular one, podcast, 
was just we went down memory lane. You know what I mean? We Y'all jumped in the car with me. We went on a journey. We'll do that sometimes. Went on a journey of uh, reflection and reminiscing. Uh-huh. That was something. That was really something. Uh, that young lady did that. That was awful. I, I hope she changed. I really do. I really hope that she changed. Because I changed. I'll tell you probably some stories about... I wasn't always the greatest individual and had the, the outlook on life, you know, that I, that I do now and the morals and the, and the values and things like that, um, that I, that I do now, but that can't, that just came with experiences. It came with age. It came with growth. And essentially I think it's, it was in me innately anyways, but I believe that at certain points in individuals lives, they go, they just go through things, you know, even like some of these young people out here right now doing some of these things they're going to be very sorry um if they've actually lived through it um and and have the ability to look back you know like those who have harmed others uh you know i know a few very very young men that were in my son's lives uh that are in jail and they'll never see the light of day again and they're really young young like um 19 20 years old you know committing very severe crimes and they'll never see the light of day you know, but you're young and you're going to get my age. You're going to be like 48. They are. And they're going to look back and they're going to say, man, what the hell was I thinking? Why would I do that? Lord, Lord, please forgive me those, that type of thing. It's going to happen. Um, so I'm rambling now, but anyway, this is just, you know, open forum, open discussion type of a podcast. And hopefully I will get to the point to where I can develop the podcast to be more structured and we can have some real conversation and some genuine discussion about the many, um, just the many, many, many aspects of, of life, you know, that affect us all in every single way. And my, my, my alternate focus, you know, um, delves a lot into mental health and mental health awareness and so forth and how some of these experiences, you know, um, and I don't know. Just some, some some individual experiences and, and, you know, and the reason what leads them to be able to tell stories and, and write books and, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, those same types of um, experiences contribute to individual mental health um, wellness, you know, wellness or decline. So it just really depends. So we'll be talking about that, too. I have so many different topics and I would love for some individuals to want to come in and engage and have some real discussion. Absolutely. So thank you for tuning in, honey. I'm out. I done sat here in Kroger's parking lot for about a good 30 minutes uh, talking with you guys. And that's what I love to do. See you soon. Bye-bye. It's late, but I just wanted to add just one more podcast just to say I really appreciate anyone that actually did listen in 
and and hopefully moving forward in the future I'm able to bring a little bit of content that is interesting and um, open up a form of true real talk and discussion is absolutely necessary and individuals need a platform in which they can speak their mind and share their stories and hopefully at the end of the day what individuals have to share what I have to share about my personal experiences may help may help someone I mean that's the goal we bring awareness and um, you know educate or whatever it may be uh, nine times out of ten you have a story yourself that you can tell you know it may be your personal journey it may be your personal experience or some story that you can tell that you've been privy to to learn of someone else's you know story or life circumstance that you can share and how they dealt with it and you know um, and hopefully individuals out here can draw from that and attribute something from what you have shared into their own life that can benefit them or perhaps will help them modify something that they're going through, uh, you know, or in, or redirect them and or whatever they feel that they need to do, you know, and, and just be able to reflect and or perhaps work towards change and improvement, you know. So that is the purpose of the podcast, and I, I will just be coming up with different topics and I'm going to share along the way a lot of what I've been through Um, and I know I'm not the only one going through circumstances um, you know and hardships and struggles and obstacles and I know I'm not the only one that have that have um, made it through that have survived certain things where you just knew there was no alternate way you would have been able to make it through if you did not trust and believe in the Lord. You know, I'm not the religious preacher or anything like that. I'm just saying there are some instances, there are some things that um, if you haven't been through, you just don't know um, the goodness of the Lord, uh, you know, and hopefully you get that opportunity not through struggle, but um, yeah, I hope each and every one that ever listens to anything that I say on a podcast has the opportunity to know the Lord and the goodness of the Lord and never question, never question, never question. So anyhow, I just wanted to share that and I'm getting ready to hit the sack. So thank you for listening. If you decided to click on this particular uh, episode, And I will be back with more of Hey, hey, girl, boy, child, people. (laughs) You know, I don't even know how I came up with that. Because it's mainly because I get to talk and everything. And I'm so quick to, and I say, you know what I'm saying, girl, and somebody else may be listening I don't know I do it to my sons sometimes because you know what game girl because because I just get so into it and they looking at me like what I ain't no girl so 
that's what it is when I start doing little lives here and there. And I say, you know what, girl, what you need to do? But I may be doing a live, so I just I clean it up by saying, you know what? I mean, girl, boy, child, people, anybody, honey, whoever. Shoot. And whatever I'm talking about applies. It's universal. Anyone. It doesn't matter. I just hope to meet to reach as many individuals as I possibly can and share information and um, hopefully whatever it is that I'm sharing somehow is able to have an impact positively in the lives of anyone that comes across this particular podcast and eventually I'll get to the point when I figure this thing out you know it's a free app you know this anchor thing I really like it um Eventually, I'll get to where I've actually figured it out, and I can more so come back to the platform with um, more of a structured approach, perhaps. I don't know. I don't even know if I really want to do that. Sometimes you just got to be freestyle. You have to be free-flowing. You just have to go with it, and that's that's just it, and that's a part of being real um, as well. Just be in the here and now and whatever it is just in your being. And just speak what's on your mind. Just let it be known. And, you know, and that's it. And I may do podcasts like that. I haven't figured this app out yet. So I'm not quite sure how to do that. Where you can draw in an audience that isn't necessarily associated with you. Where you can invite friends. Because that's all I'm seeing right now. Is you can invite friends. Um, So I'm not sure how you can draw in just someone that may be a listener and offer for the individual to come in and have a discussion with you. I'm not sure how to do that just yet, but I will figure it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, thinking about each and every one of you, you know, praying that the Lord comes and comforts you and whatever it may be. Hey, praying for prosperity within your life throughout the remainder of um, this year, 2021, honey. And, um, hey, anything that your heart desires and is within God's will, I'm praying that that is able to come to fruition for you. Uh, But you do have to pray and you do have to do your own personal work. You do still have to put in the work for whatever it is that you seek. Have a very good evening. boy child people guess what guess what's coming up and coming stay tuned prison chronicles from the perspective of a nurse coming very soon starting this series and we're gonna split things up into episodes please stay tuned for this interesting journey of my time while working in the prison for well over six and a half years we're going to go through some very interesting topics i'm going to share some of my own personal experiences and stories and so forth and hopefully you will be entertained and intrigued and perhaps maybe participate at some point thank you stay tuned